sin. Sin is our enemy because of what sin has done to us. Sin has messed us up. And our only hope is in Jesus Christ. All right, all right. I don't have much problem with the devil, but sin. Sin is my problem. Uh-huh. Tell us, sir. Because it, it, it gets all in me. Good. Just when I think I have, get up in the morning, I say, well, I just ain't going to do what I did yesterday. Yeah. 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 Well, when I come to myself. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Sin. Sin. I worry about the devil because sin is older than the devil. He was a good fella one time. But sin got a hold to him. How grateful we are to see all of you. Reverend Blue has two of his daughters here wife. I've got three of my daughters here. All right. Amen. So then I claim his two too. So I got five daughters. <laughs> but the San Francisco ministers is in revival this week and certainly we are part of that. We're expecting thank the Lord that these three daughters who are here today We'll be here tomorrow, I hope, in the day, but tomorrow night, Greater Faith is on to sing in the citywide revival in San Francisco. Amen? I'll be here, but I know my daughters. They will be there. But I'm glad to have first our moderator of the Northern Central District Association First Vice President of the California Baptist State Convention. Dr. Adam, would you stand? Let's say amen. For him to leave that meeting, because whatever he's involved with, he becomes totally involved. And to come over here, because Telegram went out Tuesday night, uh, Joe need help. Yeah. I don't know if he got him. He must have gotten it because he ain't here. Half we thank God for Pastor Blue. We've got to stand behind the Blue Ministries. The Lord has brought him to the kingdom for such a time as this. He's always been a dynamic speaker and preacher. But now, under this circumstance in which he is laboring, you can see the ease. The pressure has gone. The preaching isn't so bad with pastoring. It's the pastoring. Because the pastor has to make decisions. 
every day. And you can't talk about, I've got to pray two weeks on. So no. But to the Lord is blessing them. Now, last but not least, please, if you need a dollar to get, well, a dollar seven cents to get some gas, come get it. Come on over to Allen Temple tonight. Amen. All right. I'll, I'll give you a dollar. Seven. I'll give you two two dollars and fourteen cents. All right. You ought to be there tonight. Right. The Lord is using this preacher. Yeah. Yes. 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 Thank you, my president. Now I've just about run out here, and uh, I'm, I'm scared now. I've been afraid all the week, yeah. but I'm scared now. All right. So I really need your help as we go back again to the book of Revelation. And if you would turn to that sixth chapter. Second verse, then turn to the 19th chapter and the 11th verse. Revelation, the sixth chapter, verse number two. <clears throat> and I saw and behold a white horse. He that sat on him had a bull, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. Mm -hmm. 1911, and I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness do he judge and make war. Would you be so kind to repeat after me, please? And I saw, and behold, a white horse. And I saw, heaven open, and behold, a white horse. Thank you. I want to share with us today for just a few minutes talk about warning the horses are coming yes or would you rephrase that warning the horsemen are coming thank you yes warning the horsemen are coming. I had dealt with that from the perspective of a little short teaching I had been led to put together about the seven horses of Revelation. But in prayerfully studying, I had to go back. 
because he began to shed some light on it. All right, all right. That the main thing is that there are six horsemen. And naturally, horsemen ride on horses. All right, right. But again, the spotlight is not on the six horsemen or the horses they ride. The spotlight is on the seven horsemen. All right, all right. Uh, you are aware that uh, the horse has been domesticated yeah. all right. by man since prehistoric days. Man has really done something with the horse. The elephant is good. Powerful. But that horse. Even that, that lion. Tiger. Cobra. All of them are bad. But man with the horse have won a many battles. He can train, uh, the horse can be trained to master the art of showmanship. Have you ever watched Gene Scott, Channel 36? He loved horses. And brother, it's something about that horse when he's been trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he knows he's in the spotlight, you don't hear me. He takes on a different attitude. He, he's, he's a master showmanship. Now the bear, you know, in the circles, and the lion, and the tiger, and the elephant, and the dog, but none of them have that charisma like the horse. He, he throws his legs out. And don't, don't, don't let him hear some music. And his tail sticks out. And he arches his back. And he lifts his head. As if to say, I'm in charge. Now, race horses run effectively yes, on prepared tracks and they can be a fast track or a slow track but whether fast or slow the racehorse uh, uh, does not set track track records when he's running by himself Talk to me here. He, he, he never breaks speed records. Just running by himself. Got a witness? But, but these horses in the book of Revelation are not race horses. They are selected stallions that run under all conditions. Doesn't matter what the terrain is. Yeah. Right. 
Doesn't matter whether it's gravel, dirt, mountains, trees, it doesn't matter. These horses run under all conditions. They are really Calvary horses. They've been bred for the Calvary. And, and but along with that, they have been trained for battle. Man knows the only animal he can depend upon in a battle is a horse. You ever, ever seen the barn catch a fire? The horse gets bewildered. He'll run into a wall. But if there's a fire and the man is riding the horse, have we got a witness here? He'll take him out of, out of the fire. These horses have been uh, excellently selected, and even though they are battle-trained uh, uh, horses, they can trot, they can run, they can race, and they're good actors. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, the horse is at his best when somebody is on his back. I've seen that bear in the circus. But you, 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 you try to put a man on that bear. He ain't gonna do much dancing. Have I got a witness? You get quiet on me, here. The six horses are not the center attraction of John's video. They only come to warn us that the horseman is coming. Warning. The horseman is coming. My brothers and my sisters, the fact of hell never causes eyebrows to be raised. You know, hell is real. But there are people walking around our streets who never get excited about hell. And a lot of them on their way to hell. No one commits suicide in fear of going to hell. Today people are fearful of the future and of tomorrow. Our world today is facing international crisis. That is unparalleled in the history of mankind. People on the verge of nervous breakdown because of this slumping economy. Famine in the world. Problems in the world. Economical crisis. Overpopulated of the world. Moral crisis. Racial crisis. The apartheid situation. Scientific crisis. Technological crisis. Eschological crisis. The modern church is moving toward theological and moral reorganization of the Christendom. You don't hear me. We are moving, my brothers, under one governing body. You don't bring me here? Uh, you, 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 you ought to know that Satan got more sense than Nebuchadnezzar. You remember when he ruled the world? 
You see, now you just be trying to keep all these people under my subjection uh-huh. with the army no. and with the gun. No. He said, we're going to bring them all together under one religion. And when you hear the music, and that's where Satan is leading us today. My only, my, my only salvation is that when Satan gets this thing together, I don't intend being here. Have got a witness? Under one central government. Now notice if you please, President Bush statement. He said, now, Iraq and Mr. King Sadane, you've got to realize that when the new world order, get me Lord Jesus, not the United States, not Great Britain, no sir, no sir, not Egypt, but when the new world order gives you a command, you've got to obey. Now, Mr. Bush, I don't think he knows too much about these horses. But that, that statement was grounded in the theological factory of the little home. Ought to get an amen over there. You remember that Pope John invited 180 religious leaders to Rome to pray for world peace. The threat of nuclear war is driving people crazy today. Not the fear of hell. God's words tells us of coming judgment upon the earth in days ahead. And my brothers and sisters, it's sooner than you think. It's similar like uh, watching a television program at prime time. Something like Death Wish 3. Are you with me? Winds of war. Watching Roots at 8 o'clock at night. Watching Dallas and Jayara. Watching L.A. Law. And then when you get all engrossed in the program, all of a sudden there comes a news break that says, warning. Radio and television have special alert warnings that when the programs end at the hour or the half an hour, they go silent for a few seconds just to get you in tune just in case there is an emergency warning have I got a witness here you are watching the program and the news break come on say warning 747 has been hijacked bank has been held up 15 hostages taken and 4 days Warning, clear the building. We're looking for a terrorist bomb. Warning, deter. Deadly gas clouds are hovering over the city. And you got to leave your home because a train had a wreck. 
warning. Is an alarm system to be approaching danger. Be advised of the risk. God uh, gives us counsel that there's danger ahead. Well, Brother Preacher, are you saying that things are getting worse? Yes. Well, are you fortune telling? No. You don't hear me. I'm just saying what the book says. I don't care how many scud missiles you can shoot down with the Patriot. I come to tell you it ain't gonna get no better. It's getting worse. And 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 and, and what I found out, the worse it gets, the more my book becomes true. Yeah. 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 Warning. All right. Let me warn you that the horseman is coming. John was given a series of visions of what has happened. For you know he saw him who was alive and who was dead but is now alive. Then in that series of visions John saw what was happening right now. For you are aware if those of you who are have served in, in the postal service, yeah. if you've been a mailman, yeah. or if you, you even if you watch out in the day when the mailman come, the mailman doesn't come on this side the street and then jump on that side the street and then go around the corner. He has a postal system that's called a schematic. Have I got a witness? Well, if you look on the map, you find these seven churches is in a postal schematic proposition. Have I got a witness? And he would write one letter to this church, and then that church would read it, and then send to the other church. Have I got a witness here? Oh, help me, Lord Jesus, here. What uh, is about to happen? Then he unfolds to John the beginning of the ending. The seven horsemen are riding on seven horses. These seven horsemen must uh, be classified into three groups. I said there's seven horses, but you got to classify them into three groups. The first four horsemen are the personification of a judgment to come. After the breaking of each of the seals, the first four seals, Notice one of the living four creatures gave John a special invitation by saying, John, now that the seal has been broken, come and see the ending of the beginning. Oh, my brothers, Revelation 6 chapter, we have the opening of the first seal. Have we got a witness? Which there are seven. The seven horsemen rides on seven horses. And then they must be classified by these three groups. The first four horsemen, you don't hear me today. Yeah, yeah, they have to be classified. And then uh, 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 horse number, horseman number five and number six is in a class all by themselves. Because they are mythical horsemen. But the seventh horseman is a unique horseman in that he accomplished everything that the six before him failed to do. Have I got a witness here? 
Yeah. Six seals are open. And out of the seven comes a series of seven trumpets. After the blowing of the sixth trumpet, there is an interval between the sixth and the seventh trumpet. And then out of the seventh trumpet comes a series of seven bowls. But in between the sixth and the seventh bowl, you don't hear me, there are three unclean spirits that are loosed upon the earth. Then comes the bowl, the seventh bowl, out of fire. Let us look at the first classification of these four horses. The first horse has a man riding on him. It's a white horse. Have got a witness? I know you usually say white means purity. But uh, white dress don't mean purity. White shoes don't mean feet that go where the Lord want them to go. Have I got a witness? White hair doesn't necessarily mean you got wisdom. Well, your hair can turn white and you can still be a fool. Yeah. But this horse is white. At the first seal is open. John said, I heard the noise of thunder as a coming storm. Yet he heard the command uh, of the living creature saying, come and see. John says, and I saw, and what I saw was so startling. That I said, behold, I noticed the rider on this white horse. John describes him as a horseman. He had a boar in his hand. That's a sign of uh, military power. But I noticed that there were no arrows in his boar. That means that he was trying to bring peace. In other words, he was coming like a loving diplomat. You see, when you see a man with a bow and no arrows, that means that uh, this fella was dressed up in sheep clothes. But underneath, he was a wolf. He had a crown on his head. Meaning he had been successful in his battle. Let me tell you who the first rider is. They call him the man of sin. The false messiah. Isaiah calls him the king of Babylon. 14-2, he's Lucifer. Daniel called him the little horn. The prince that shall come. The willful king. Paul calls him the son of perdition. That wicked one. John calls him the horseman. The antichrist. The beast out of the sea. Then there is the rider on the second horse. Which is a red horse. When 
the Lamb uh, book had been opened and the second seal was broken. The living creature again invited John, come and see. John said, I saw another horse, red in color. Power was given to him. And he showed uh, his true colors. Yeah, he used the power that was given to him to take peace from the earth. Yeah, uh, Saddam Hussein is not one of these horses. But I tell you what, the nature is still the same. Because God blessed him with a lot of money. But what he used it for was wrong. For whatever he did, he certainly shouldn't have attacked God's people. Um, I feel a little better now. Yeah. Uh, then John said there was a black horse. As the third seal was open, the living creature again invited John, come and see. And he said, I saw a black horse, but he that sat on the horse had a pair of balance in for a penny. So I heard him say three measures of barley for a penny and was told not to hurt the oil and the wine. Oh, you're going to pray with me, huh? The, uh, the little food that was available was really expensive for it cost a day's wages to buy one loaf of bread. I, I thought wages was going up, but according to Revelation, wages are going down to almost a penny a day. And uh, two more presidents to break the backs of unions like Reagan did and we'll be right back where we started and I heard John said I looked again and there was a pale horse green and yellow uh, John said this horseman was death the four creatures said, well, John, you better come look again. You said, I saw death riding on the pale horse. And hell followed behind him. He was given authority over a fourth part of the earth. He had power to kill at his own will. And he killed uh, the four ways of killing. He killed by the sword. He killed by hunger. And he killed by death. Now I don't know what he means by killing by death. But I'm going to wait till I get home. And then I'm going to ask him what he meant. And then he killed by wild beasts. It means that during the seven year tribulation, in the last half of the tribulation, sin will get back in the wild animals 
and there ain't gonna be no more trick lines in Barnum and Bailey because they're gonna destroy mankind. Oh Lord, I feel a little better now. John saw another horseman on the fifth horse. This horse had three things about him that caught John's attention. The fifth horse had the body of a horse, but he had the tail of a snake, and he had the head of a lion. And out of his mouth came fire and smoke and a yellow burning sulfur. John said, I looked, and after the fifth horse, I saw the horseman that came behind the fifth horse. He had an army of 200 million. Now, we thought, as I heard Blue say, we were cutting up with 550,000 soldiers in Desert Sands. And then King Hussein had 350,000 of the regular army. But then he had 150,000 of the elite guard. But I tell you, that's just a drop in the bucket to the army of 200 million. Oh, yeah. And then John said, I looked, and there was a six horse. I'm closing now. And he was a mystical horse because the horseman and the horse was almost like one. The other horses had riders on their backs. The red horse, the black horse, the white horse, and the red horse, and the pale horse. But this dragon horse did not have a rider on his back, but looked like the rider was inside of the horse. And if you really want to ride a horse, you've got to get so close to him that when you move your foot, he know what you're talking about. You've got to be so close that when you even hunch him with your knee, he know which way to turn. You've got to be so close that one little pull on the bridle lets him know what you mean. Oh, yeah. What fool would ride a black horse, a dragon horse, with seven heads and ten horns? But this six horseman uh, controlled the red horse uh, from within the horse. Uh, the ten horned is a sign of his political uh, and military power. The horse tail uh, drew the third part of the stars uh, that fell down from heaven. Uh, I heard uh, John say, uh, but there was a wonder in heaven. Uh, there were signs in heaven. Uh, I heard uh, John said, uh, I saw a woman uh, 
clothed with the sun. She had the moon under her feet and stars about her head. And the question came, what is this beautiful woman doing in this bad place? The woman was a crying woman. And somebody asked her, what are you crying for? She said, when my child is born, Satan is waiting to take my child. About that time, Michael the archangel fought with the red dragon and got the victory and cast the devil down out of heaven to this old earth. I heard John said, there are three things. I heard a great voice of many people uh, saying hallelujah, uh, salvation and glory, uh, honor and praise uh, to the God Almighty. Uh, I heard uh, the four and twenty elders, uh, I heard uh, the four living creatures uh, worship the God that sat on the throne. Uh, they said, Amen. Uh, and somebody ain't said, Amen yet. Uh, they said, Hallelujah. Praise God. I heard a great multitude that sound like many waters. I heard a mighty voice sound like pearls of thunder saying a hallelujah. And then I looked and heaven was open. And behold, another white horse and him that sat on the horse. You don't hear me. Every horse must be identified. And I heard Brother John say, I got to identify the white horse. I've got to identify the red horse. I've identified the black and the pale horse. Now let me identify this white horse. This white horse got three sets of name. He has a name that they call him. They call him faithful and true. This white horse got a name. They call him the first begotten of the dead. The prince of the kings of the earth. The rose of Sharon. I say they call him a wheel inside of a wheel. They call him a stone hewed out of the mountain. They call him the wondrous counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father. And then they call him by another set of names. It's not what they call him, but these names are written down. But nobody uh, know that name. Uh, you don't hear me. Uh, there is a third set of name uh, that he has. Uh, and on his vesture uh, and on his thigh uh, is K. 
King of kings and laws of laws. He is the Alpha and He is the Omega. He's the I Am, the first of the dead. He's the last. He's the beginning. He is the ancient of days. You don't hear me? So there's the call names. That's His incarnated name. And then there is the other name. That's His glorious name. You don't hear me? But the third set of names is the one that I like. Nobody ever know His name. You don't hear me? You see, Sister Richardson got a name that she calls me. And nobody knows that name. And then I got a name that I call her. And nobody knows the name. Somebody called him Elohim. Well, that's the Greek side. Somebody called him Jehovah. That's the Hebrew side. And then Abraham called him El Shaddai. And then Rebecca and Isaac called him the Adonai. You don't hear me. And then he's Jehovah. Sabbathai. But I've got a name that I want to call him. He's Jesus. You don't hear me. You don't hear me. The Greeks got a name. He's called Alpha. He's called Beta. He's called Delta. He's called Sigma. He's called Rho. He's called Pi. He's called Omicron. But he's the Alpha and he's the Omega. I call him Jesus. Mary's baby. Jesus. The bleeding lab. Jesus. Doctor in the sick room. Jesus. Do you know how to call him? Say yeah. Say yeah. Right on. King eternal. One of these days. He's coming back here. Is he all right? Say yeah. Say yeah. Oh.